welcome to 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews, where we take random movies from Metacritic's 15K Plus Movies to randomly watch whether we like it or not. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews. This is Colin. And this is Niall. And this is random movie number 12,094 on Metacritic's new all-time movie list. It has a meta score of 54 and a user score of 81, which makes the people uh, better than the critics when they think about this movie, obviously. The movie's name is Hidalgo. It's uh, from 2004. It's directed by Joe Johnston, who won an Oscar for visual effects in Raiders of the Lost Ark. He also has directed a lot of movies, Captain America, First Avenger, Jurassic Park 3, Excellent Jumanji and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which is a um, blast from the past. Mm. Also, he was the final designer of Yoda, Boba Fett, and most of the ships in Star Wars. So this guy is awesome. Yeah, he's pretty bloody cool. Yeah. Uh, The writer of the movie is John Fusco, who um, I think the major, he's done a lot of Western type uh, movies and obviously Young Guns with the, the, the... 80s Brat Pack is probably up there as the most popular one mm. of the movies he's done. Um, this movie is based on the stories surrounding a character called Frank Hopkins, but you have done some sleuthing today. I did, uh, and it was, you know, mostly around the... I, I seen the tagline based on a true story, and I, for some reason I went, wait a second, this feels a bit not true, so I did a bit of Googling, and it turns out um, while... This chap existed, and he died at the age he says he dies in the story, uh, in the credits, and that he did like horses. Uh, that's about the only piece of factual evidence that could be found about this guy. Um, he didn't ride with Wild Bill. There's no proof that he's half Indian. Hmm. He didn't compete in a 3,000-mile um, Arabian... Uh, horse race because no such horse race ever actually existed and uh, yeah he's he, he's a liar liar pants and fire chap the entire movie at the end has all these factual post credit things coming up going Hidalgo's ancestors still live on in the, the <laughs> mustangs of the wild west yeah uh, uh, I'm calling BS on that one um yeah, there's there are multiple sources um, debunking pretty much everything. He, now he wrote all this stuff about himself, so mm. it's it's on record that this stuff happened. But the only record that this stuff happened is in his pen. <laughs> so, I, I think the biggest um, punch in the face to his stories is the fact that the the Wild Bill Company, which was quite well documented, and all the um, main regulars of the show and in fact everybody even the people who are pegging the tents they all got um listed in the in the flyers that were put out like a, a list of people who are involved in the show mm. he his name doesn't feature once yeah. in i don't know hundreds of shows that were put on so yeah and if that piece is a lie which it clearly is yeah doesn't look good for him all right, well, the whole movie is a lie, so that's the end of episode 25. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Bye! <laughs> See ya. Um, anyway, so yeah, the main plot is pretty much what you just said there. He's a, it's a Frank Hopkins. He has a lovely her- horse called... <laughs> the lovely, lovely horse. Lovely horse with the man on his back with his fletchlocks flowing. <laughs> 
Um, He's always giving them sugar lumps and uh, riding them over fences, I believe. Yeah, yeah and taking <laughs> him to the horse dentist. Um, okay. If you're not fa- Irish, you probably won't get that. Um, yeah, it's Father Ted uh, reference. Google it or YouTube it. It's quite funny. Um, so the Hidalgo from the movie title is actually a horse. It's a Mustang. A lovely looking horse, to be honest with you. And the, the, the best actor in the entire movie. Yeah, like so sprinkled throughout the entire movie, there's these close-up reaction shots of the horse's face which turns out to be quite comedic in a sense it does and it just it's kind of it's a kind of amateurish it's like the director was like going all right is this how you do an animal movie do we actually treat them like a um actor and like we see them looking with their googly horse eyes at the camera it's sort of weird throughout the movie and it's a little bit a little bit off-putting and a bit uh just I don't know. It doesn't work very well. I'm wondering how the director um, explained the horse's motivation to him before the scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's weird yeah. as well. Sometimes, sometimes the Hidalgo is is portrayed as this uber smart. Just you know, he whistles and he'll drag you, you know, backwards. And you know, it's sort of like is 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 this Mister like, Ed? Yeah, kind of Mister Edish in a, in a couple of scenes. Like, if you're going to go that far, then go that far. Don't don't have it in the middle somewhere. Anyway, the plot in a nutshell: Frank Hopkins has a horse called Hidalgo, who's an, an excellent long distance runner. Mustang, Mustang, Sally, and so uh, you, we see at the start of the the movie, he's in this horse race and he wins, and he's in the bar, and the guy says something derogatory about his horse, and he punches him in the nose. He says, "Don't diss my horse." Oh yeah, he says you, you, you can insult me, but don't yeah. insult my horse. Yeah, so we we get the relationship straight off the bat with um, Frank and Hidalgo, and yeah, you know, soon after there's a bit of a um, massacre at a Native American camp, and that's you know that's it's it's this is the setting of the backstory of him, and he's half Native American, so they say, and yeah. um, you know, then he's in the, then he's in the whole. Um, Buffalo Bill sideshow as well with J.K. Simmons playing. Oh, actually, sorry, that's my favorite actor in the whole movie, not the horse. I I just I adore J.K. Simmons and everything he does. Yeah, he's got a bit of a facial hair implant yeah, yeah. for this one, but yeah, he's he's good. So um, anyway, to cut a long story short, a bunch of uh, shakes come in and go, "Yo, we hear you're <laughs> we hear you're pretty good, so I want to come over." I, I I love your Arabic accent. Yeah. Yo. Yo. So um, I like your horse, Mofo. Let's do this. Let's do this trip. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is after like you know Frank is drunk and he's he's yeah we're we're, his, we're his about horse. forty minutes into this really like uh, or half an hour at this point. And yeah, he's a mess. He's a drunken. He's got PTSD, I guess, after witnessing the massacre of uh, his people, but pretending not to be part of the tribe yeah. and all that jazz. Yeah. What does the um? Because my subtitles weren't working for the first scene. Like before, he makes the decision to go. Before his crew give him the money to actually go over to the Middle East and do this race. What does the uh, Indian, sorry, Native American uh, chief say to him in the tent before? the night before do you remember oh yeah uh basically you know i don't think it's right that both of us died up doing this show uh i think you get out there and you and the horse can win this and maybe you can make a difference for for the people okay well, that makes sense uh yeah so off he goes then he gets the money and he's um i like the um scene going out of um, new york because the statue of liberty mm. is hasn't got the green patina yet it's still bronze or Fresh. copper whatever yeah. fresh from the uh 
factory in Paris. And so, um, yeah, there's a stupid scene in the, in the, in the boat when these bunch of idiots are bullying Hidalgo. And you're like, what the hell are you bullying him for? Pope. I think they're just, just there to reinforce the fact he likes his horse. Yeah, he, he gives them a couple of uh, knuckle sandwiches and oh, we meet... Fisty cuffs are flying. Yeah, we meet Lady Anne Davenport who comes down with her helper and goes, yo, again, with the accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very common accent. Step one. off, step, step off. Step off that man's horse, mofos. Yeah. So uh, she, um, she has a little meeting with him and she's kind of intrigued with him i don't know i didn't know at this point oh is this going to be a romantic interest but we'll see later on that nothing happens so uh he lands in middle east and uh he sees a bunch of slaves and that kind of gets him connecting with the native americans back at home and yeah and, and that that scene where he's looking on at the he's almost appalled by the slave trade yeah it kind of gets a bit weird when later on he's an absolute hypocrite about the whole thing <laughs> But we'll talk about that later on. Okay. Uh, so yeah, then he has the um, he's got his intro to um, Sheikh Riyad, Riyad Omar Sharif, and yeah, he's 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 good. He's um, I don't he's know. Omar Sharif. Like, he's Omar know, Sharif. Kind of phoning it in a little bit um, yeah. for a bit of a paycheck. He's still good. He's got presence about him. Yeah, he definitely has presence. But I just didn't find their initial meeting anyway magnetic. Really? No, there, there's no chemistry there, and there's, yeah, I don't get it. To be honest, um, yeah, I did like him calling him an infidel, which I, you know, appreciate. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he meets with him, and before this, we see the daughter, um, Chazira, and she's like going, "Oh, I want to ride a horse and stuff like that." And say, "No, you're a female. No horses for you. No, you do what you do in this uh, culture that we have." Um, yeah, it's pretty mad. There's a bit of a the daughter is looking in, and Omar's going, "Yeah, I don't, don't mind her. It's a female." <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Vigo and Lady Anne Davenport meet again, and you get a little bit more of the relationship there. She's kind of trying to figure him out and what what he's in it for, and yeah, you know, the race starts. And now, just just before that, I, I want to point out one scene that can't just the rewind back. In my comment about the slavery. Yeah. Just before the race starts, mm. he meets his um, assistant, who's a goat herder chap. But then, right, yeah. he buys a slave, a little slave kid, he and does. then he's ordering him about the place. Yeah, and he runs uh, away. <laughs> and he runs away, but then he comes back. He's like, uh, "Nowhere to go." Yeah. I suppose I work for you now. I'm in the middle of a desert here, I don't have a lot of choice here. Yeah, I thought his assistant—I can't remember his, the character's name—I thought he just wasn't as interesting as he should have been or could have been. Men go mad! Men go mad! Okay. Go go look at some goats, you crazy old man. Yeah, like, uh, he, sh- he could have been a lot more interesting. Obviously, he's he's, he's, he's sort of pointed in the, in the direction to be this wacky side character, but he's kind of barely in the movie, to be honest with you. He's incidental. He's incidental, he's yeah. Um, the race starts and, you know, off they set. And before he starts, one of the infamous Hidalgo close-ups with his googly eyes just ready and waiting. It's just like... Yeah, yeah. he's like, I got this. Yeah. Uh, I got this shizzle. This is this is mine. <laughs> he's got the look in his eyes and it's like, all right, these close-ups are weird. They're getting weird. They're trying to put a character into a horse's face. <laughs> it's just not working. No, it's just a horse. Um, no. He doesn't know what's going on around him. Why, why, why am I here? Yeah. 
Where's my paycheck? Yeah. So they steam off, and somebody dies pretty much straight away on the first day, and yeah, he's got he gets called an infidel, and he says, "Don't help him" or something like the guy. Oh, was his horse break a leg or something? And he, and then. He yeah, gets, so he'd have to walk back, and you know, in fairness, this is at the start, so he's probably fine. Yeah, uh, horse, not so much. No, but, horse is dead. Oh, he knifes the horse, doesn't he? he yeah, knows, yeah, yeah. He skewers him through the heart with he his does. dagger. Yeah, and then he hitches a ride home, I'm guessing. Fine. Or dies. Or <laughs> dies. Most likely dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the first night is over. The, uh, he plays a harmonica, and they go, Yo, Mid- shut Midnight the at the Oasis is what I wrote down here. Midnight at the Oasis. <laughs> thank you, thank you. They're like going, um, listen... Shut the hell up with your mouth organ, and you know. Well, what I found was everybody around him who was, you know, slagging him off and telling me he's going to die. All had amazing English for the time. Yeah, they're they're all very, you know, well versed in the in the Queen's English. Yeah, <laughs> probably would have been Queen Victoria, wouldn't it be? What this was at the base in nineteen o four or something. I can't remember something what, like what that. Year yeah. it was like. Teddy Roosevelt time. Back to the wind on the line. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. This must not be. Uh, 19, it must be eight, late eighteen nineties or something. Maybe I don't know. It never mentions the year. Never bothers. Oh, uh, I wrote it down somewhere and I can't see it now. So yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we get on to the second day, and this guy, a sneaky one of the sneaky competitors, is like, there's a bunch of so for some strange reason, a bunch of English guys are in charge of a well in the middle of a desert. Because that happens all the time. Well, you know, I think there were British soldiers, soldiers just sitting around a well because they guard wells. Yeah, that's what colonialists do. You know, whatever country we're meant to be in, they're just taking charge of all the raw materials. And so this sneaky twat, he uh, gives money to the water (laughs) quality fellows, and that's not a way to speak of the prince. No, Frank Hopkins comes along and he goes, "Yo, no water here, piss off." And so um, Frank does a nice little cheeky um have a tent on your face buddy yeah have a tent in your face i'm grabbing this uh, bag of water yeah. and off we go it doesn't so- last well for him though because it's 13 seconds later um is a humongous sandstorm just barrels down upon him um him and the horse do a legger into a little cityscape that's just nicely placed they can hide behind a wall unfortunately um they they the goat skin they grabbed that's full of water uh, wasn't sealed properly, so it's a big lump of mud. It is, yeah. But I just found the I found the timing of those two action scenes very close together and just very like weirdly spaced. It's kind of annoying because there's vast swathes of this movie where sod all happens, and it's just look at this scenery, look at this scenery. There's some people on horses, some people on horses over there. A lot of that happens, and then. Loads of stuff happens in about 10 seconds, and then it goes back to sod all things happening. Yeah, so that's, um, there's a sand, the sandstorm happens, and that's that, whatever, and then there's just a couple of montages. It reminded me of the wind in the line, because then there was montages of just going through yeah. deserts on a horseback. It's like, oh, come on, cut a few scenes out. So then they get beautiful to sunsets, beautiful yeah, mornings, well, yeah. horses going in front of the sun. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very much, you know, as you said, scenes for the sake of pointing out the beauty of the land at yeah. certain points of the day. Yeah, like bread and butter scenery. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. like Lord of the Rings scenery. No, no. no. So uh, it gets to the halfway point of the race, and um, it's the evil. Uh, 
the evil nephew. What is it? The brother? Is, no, it's his nephew, right? That comes in. Omar, Omar Sharif's nephew comes in, has a little chat with him, saying, hey, can I have all the horses, please? He's like, uh, no. And Omar's like, ah, no, jog on, buddy. No, uh, no, no, thanks. No, 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 I'm okay. You can piss off. He's like, oh, he's got that evil look about him. So, How's your health, cousin? <laughs> yeah. Is it cousin oh, or uncle? I don't know. Um, Omar. Yeah, how's the hell, Omar? They left that one in. They let that slip by the edit, <laughs> editing room. So anyway, yeah, then Frank Hopkins and Jazeera have a little... Um, she comes in after him to his little area oh, and goes, Oh, naughty, naughty. would you like some dates? And he's like, oh, yes, please. And then um, their uh, assistant, or let's say slave, comes looking for her. And he's... Jaffa. <laughs> Jaffa, yeah. And then he's going like... Um, He's like he opens the tent, and then for some reason Frank is like, "Oh, there's something dangerous coming in. I'll jump on top of you, Jazeera." And so then when the tent opens, it's like, "Oh, the what infidel is on top of the sheikh's daughter?" So let's uh, castrate him, please. Well, you kind of had you know you don't jump on top of somebody. Just oh, I'll protect you. Grope, grope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it didn't look good from at this point. No, um, no. Especially when the man goes to his kit, you know, his little yeah. tool set. Yeah. yeah, he had a kit out. He got his kit out. <laughs> he got his kit. <laughs> to get his kit when off. You get, yeah, when he, when, he, when, well, how would you say, when you have your, getting your kit off with his daughter, then, you know, he gets his lads out with the kit. The big, shiny, sharp, pokey things that's going to go near your groin. Yeah. But for some reason, he staves off the, uh, castration with tales of the wild west and you know yeah he mentions wild bill and yeah. that saves his um gonads yeah because shake Riyadh's a big fan of the wild west he reads these english comics for some reason in in uh, in between scenes uh, <laughs> yeah. but then um yeah the attack pew, pew, pew. yeah yeah um the uh the tuscan the, raiders approach the tuscan um, raiders approach then yeah and um they go they pillage through the entire thing and kidnap uh, Jazeera and the Sheikh's assistant is spotted by uh, Frank stealing his uh, breeding the, book. There was some good decapitation as well here. Um, yes. From, by Omar. I thought that was a nice tie-in back a couple of movies ago. Um, yeah. Chop, chop, chop. I'm, I may be in my 60s but I can still chop people's heads off. Yeah, he did well. And yeah, that's two, two movies in a row now that we've seen chopped heads. Mm. Yeah, no, 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 nobody's head got chopped off in The Servant. That I can remember. Oh yeah, sorry, it wasn't in a row. It was two episodes ago. Barrett. No, Barrett. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So yeah. then, basically, it's a trope. It's like, hey, you get my daughter back, and I'll let you go. I'll let you have your all your body parts intact. And so they have this little scene where they just go, and it's not really that crazy of, a, of an adventure right. scene. To be honest, it's a super formulaic, you know, yeah. you have to go f- save this damsel in distress. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... Nah. <laughs> yeah, he... Um, the evil uncle or cousin, whatever he is, he gets speared in the hand or something by Frankie Boy and... Uh, Jaffa gets killed, and um, then they're on the. Not they're on... Not, not, a, not before he um, skewers the uh, what did he call the deputy who, who yeah. betrayed Omar. Yeah. Then obviously you know on the way back she takes her veil off for Frank just you know. Oh uh, yeah, this scene, this this scene annoys the pants off me. What's it? What she says to him? Oh yes, I wish you to look at me. Now, if I'm Frank at this point, and I'm thinking 
I've just <laughs> saved my testicles. <laughs> Get your veil back on, woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> no way. Just stop looking at me. Feck off. Yeah, Get leave you me alone. Home and that's it. <laughs> yeah, get home. Get the bed. Get your Shut cocoa. Up. Yeah. yeah. So leave me alone. Yeah, so they head back and he's and Shake is Shake's happy. And uh, now we've got uh, Lady uh, Anne Davenport. This, um, this Lady Davenport. Uh, what I noticed in, the, in this scene, actually, again, it was like, wait a second. Is that a four poster bed she's been carrying around the, uh, the, oh, yeah. the, the sand ocean? Of course. That uh, seems a bit extreme <laughs> for, for our servants, I guess. No way. No, no. That's the luxury for them. And they need that in the desert. The oh, desert heat. Uh, so she tries to bribe Frank, say, listen, hey, give up and I'll give you whatever. 30% <coughs> of the, the, the race prize, I think. And it seemed like she was also offering some sexy times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Frank's not having any of that. He's He's got his own only love. That's, and that's... Uh, Arag- Aragon don't work that way, buddy. No, he loves Hidalgo and that's it. Yep. Um, look at too much. So then, but actually, he's he, he's he goes to bed thinking I actually might take the money. He wakes up, yeah. Hidalgo's gone, and Hidalgo's at the fucking starting line, and he looks back and gives the camera a wink and goes, oi, "Let's oi. go, <laughs> we got this." Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And then uh, next scene, um, I have written down here: the naughty lads intercept the caravan of Lady Davenport. But are they naughty to Davenport? No, no, no. No, Turns no. out she's the naughty one. She is very naughty. I wrote down evil lady. She's an evil e- lady. Evil lady. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, she's been paying the naughty lads, a.k.a. Omar's uh, nephew, yeah. um, to do all the nasty things and so that she can win the race and win the, I don't know, the seed of the horses so that she can brew her own brand of horses. <laughs> Yeah, so like this, this is the last third of the movie. It goes on for a long time, and it's just a oh, it drags. Yeah, it's like a quick. Everything really needs to squeeze into the last third. So I've basically, I've, I've, you know, a locust storm happens, and they can eat the locust. That's fine. Um, that was foreshadowed by somebody by Jazira saying the locusts aren't a plague; they're a gift from above. So he's like going, "Oh!" and he bites into one of the heads of the locust and goes, "Yeah, that's pretty good," and then feeds it to Hidalgo. But anyway, like there's a just I don't really want to go through every scene here. There's but like, another Tuscan Raider bit here. Uh, I was, actually we should probably mention the quicksand. The quicksand this rescue is pretty okay. Yeah. So like yeah, this uh, is basically one of the lads. The lad who was saying, "Don't be helping anybody on this 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 race course." Mm. Because it's Allah's will. Um, Birdman. Birdman with his with his shite hawk. Um, <laughs> he falls in to quicksand and he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm screwed." And he's there a few hours when Hidalgo and um, Frankie boy turns up, and he's like, "Oh, don't help me! Ugh, just shoot me!" Ugh. Yeah. Uh, but Frank's like, "Ah, no." He chucks a rope around him, drags him out, and goes, "Now, whatever you want to do after this is up to you." Yeah, that comes I, in useful in a few minutes. Yeah, I thought because he was of, because of the yet next Tuscan season, um, Tuscan Raiders scene. Yeah, I thought he, um, I thought he had killed himself until he comes back. So there's an ambush, basically. It's the evil uncle again. There's a pit trap out of nowhere, so that's quite unfortunate. Catch Hida- the pigeon style. Yeah, catch the pigeon style or Wiley Coyote style. Yeah, Acme uh, pits, pits, pits trap. Yeah, Hidalgo gets. I thought Hidalgo was done for here. He got a, he got the spear through his. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about horse anatomy, but skewering a horse, horses, 
wouldn't be the most um, robust in this nature, I wouldn't have thought. No. He's already covered, what, two and a half thousand or two thousand seven hundred miles at this point, so he's already screwed. He's yeah. basically lame. He was about to die, I thought, yeah, at yeah. this point, prior to being skewered in a um, spike trap. Yeah. Um, but then he's fine again after this. So, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Birdman to the rescue... Birdman to the rescue turns up, chucks a rope uh, into the um, the pit of doom, and yeah. drags him and his horsey out. And then uh, don't don't forget, there's two cheetahs been let set free. As yeah, well. like I, d- I just don't get that bit. Like you've got guns, use the bloody guns, <laughs> shoot them. Yeah. And then of Not course cheetahs. he uh, he repeats his um, line: "Nobody hurts my horse." Yeah. And he, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he drops he drops the. The, the leader of the Naughty Boys into another pit trap. Yeah. And then uh, Hidalgo falls again. Gee, it just goes on forever. There's like so much pain and misery in these last third of the movie. Like it's just a montage of just walking and Hidalgo falls and he gets an Indian mirage and then... Uh, or Sorry, I'm, I don't want to um, insult people who say Indian. I mean Native American mirage and, you know, or hallucination that's kind of, you know, he says, sees his mum, I think, as well. He yeah, sees himself as a yeah. child. And yeah. Yeah, and that, he's pretty messed up at this point. Yeah, and then one of the competitors goes, yo, that's the ocean over there. So that's... that's you that's, suck. Yeah. I'm the prince. Woohoo! And then Hidalgo gets up and goes, that's rolls, Frankie. <laughs> Ten seconds ago, dead. Ten seconds <laughs> wait, ago, wait. yeah. Ten seconds ago, he's a horse kebab. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, he's 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 like lasagna in the UK a couple of years ago. Um <laughs> he's dead. Um he can't get up, he's like, Oh, I'm dead, I'm dead horse. <laughs> Sees his friend getting insulted, goes, Oh, I feel great now, let's win. Let's win. So it's a three horse race then and that's this is the last push, you know, to, to finish the bloody movie. <laughs> it's just felt like it's been yeah. going on forever. No, it's not over- the last portion of not pushing the race. It's the movie finishing yeah. getting through this last bit. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah, it's like a two-hour, six-minute movie, I think, from what I remember. Uh, Knock it back to an hour twenty, and it would have been a much better movie, I think. I think so. It's got the guts of a good movie. It just yeah, drags it does, on. Actually. It's got nice characters. The horse is cool looking. Um, few too many horse face reaction things, but I think it was fine. The three horse race was shot fine. It was okay. It's whatever. Obviously, Dalgo comes out of nowhere to, to win, and well, of course, there's a whole scene of goodbyes. And here, have my Colt shake Riyadh. Have my Colt uh, gun. Well, actually, before we go a little bit further, after the race is finished, yeah, instead of getting off the yeah. horse, <laughs> yeah. getting something to drink for you and the horse because you dearly need it because you're dead <laughs> effectively. Yeah, you yeah. decide to. Pff- Prance about in the ocean, water you cannot drink. <laughs> yeah, ah, this annoyed the crap out of me. Just give the horse some water, you a hole. I know. I felt the same. I was like, "What the hell? Just get it to sit down, pour some water over it, have a drink, and you know, celebrate later." Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the um, he gets back to America. Listen, there's goodbyes to everybody there. It wasn't really that emotional. Like he said goodbye. To well, it blasts through that this, that scene. It just goes, yeah, yeah. Jog on. Yeah, Jazeera wasn't Jazeera, emotional yeah. because nothing really happened between them. So he's back and he's like, he, um, they're doing, like, he goes back to the scene and there's some soldiers that they're going to, like, kill all these uh, 
yeah, Mustangs, and he's going rounded all the Mustangs up. I'm going to kill yeah. him because nobody wants to buy them. Yeah, so he's going here. There you go. I'm buying them all. Bag, bag of money. Give me those horses. Yeah. At, at this point, I'd like to point out he didn't free his own slave. <laughs> you never know. Why? How do you know? How do you not know? The well, slave was no laughing. Scene. The slave, the slave was, was laughing. Yeah. And then what? What happens to the slave? He doesn't bring him to America. No, it's a shame he wasn't on the back of the horse with him, you know? Yeah, he clearly didn't get an F. Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. I like these horses, so I'll free them. But the slave? Eh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that, about that. The poor little kid. He's like back over there with the weird assistant dude. Yeah, who wants to hang out with the goat herder? No. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, I don't like Frank Hopkins anymore. Anyway, uh, he's sitting there overlooking the view of all these horses, which is well filmed, it's well shot, yeah. the, the horses. Yeah, yeah. And then he suddenly just takes Hidalgo's saddle off and goes, yo, get the hell out of here, join your people. Hidalgo has one last face look back to the camera. Yeah. Get out of here, you stupid horse. I never liked you. Yeah, yeah. We've been through a money. lot, but see you later. And that's the end. Yes. What would you give it out of five? Oh, we're going to break it down by... Bits and pieces. Acting. Plot. 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 Yeah. Plot diminishes heavily because of the, uh, the tagline based on the true story. And it being an absolute fabrication. Um, two. Yeah, I'm I I'm being generous. Yeah, I want two as well. What about uh, acting? So we've got Viggo Mortensen, obviously. This, is, this was released a year after the last Lord of the Rings movie. We've got um, Zuleika Robinson, who plays Jazeera. She was in Lost. She played Elana in Lost. I had to look it up yeah. and go, oh, yeah, Elana. We had Omar Sharif, obviously, won an Oscar for Lawrence of Arabia. We've got Luis Lombard, who plays Lady Anne Davenport. She was in CSI a lot, and she was also in Oppenheimer. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the main the mainstay. And they're all fine. I'm just, I'm, I gave it an average 2.5, nothing crazy. Uh, two. Um, uh I liked Viggo Murdison in Lord of the Rings and this he's a, he's a lump of cardboard uh, with no expression. Um, <laughs> the horse the horse the Acting. horse beats him. I, I, and, I, and I don't mean that as an insult to Viggo. The horse is better than Viggo. That's what I gave the point five for. The horse. Ah, okay. I give it a two. I did, maybe I should have given it a 2.5 for the horsey. Yeah, you know, it's not easy for a horsey to act. No, like there was like maybe five or six close-up facial reactions of the horse. <laughs> That's point one for each one of them. Yeah. Uh, Sand Brackets track was um, it was composed by James Newton Howard. He was the composer for this thing. He's done loads of stuff. He's done Hunger Games. He composed the ER TV theme music, uh, Dark Knight Batman movie. But this was not good. It was just your typical sort of adventure music fair you know it's like plenty of horns phoned it in lots of epic sound but not memorable at all i gave it one out of five for sound brackets track oh i give it 1.75 it's serviceable it's it doesn't like there's no scene where the footsteps annoy you in this is there um no no it's too much sand i was fine yes yes it (laughs) softens the blow Uh, oh yeah yeah, 1.75. Listen, it's, it's not terrible. It's not good. Um, eh. Yeah. 
And production, you know, it's it's pretty epic scale. Um, it's, yeah, it's quite, it's nice looking. It's quite well done. I gave it 2.25 out of 5. I thought the scenery was well shot. I thought the costumes were fine. Uh, the horse scene at the end when he releases all the horses must have been a nightmare to shoot. And I'll, I have to give them props for that because it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I, I went with 2.5 myself. Like, there, there's a lot in this that needed producing. And uh, the scene at the end with all the horses is quite good, but I think there's too much production, if you will. Um, mm. I think it needed to be edited down, it needed to be shorter, and as we said earlier, that would have made it a much more palatable movie and much more enjoyable. It didn't need to be epic. Right, right, right. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so that's Hidalgo. Like, uh, like, it was long... But it wasn't like crazy bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, a good movie that will be forgotten pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think obviously they're like you can just picture the Hollywood studio going. Listen, V goes straight off this. He was on a horse there. Let's put him back on a horse. Let's let's yeah, adapt it's this bound story. To sell. Yeah. So um, I think it made like eight million profit or something. I think it was Oof. from what I remember, it was its budget was a hundred million or something, and it brought in a hundred and eight million or something. That's that's not great considering no. you know Vigo Mortensen just as you said just uh, just off the back of LOTR. Yeah, yeah. Um, Phil Hall in Film Threat gave it thirty out of a hundred. He said nothing more than a big old chunk of horse poop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't really agree with him being that bad. That is a great um, read on the movie, like a great definition of a movie. Yeah. Uh, just, to, just to go up one more, so it's not just a horse poop quote. Uh, the Washington Post, Desmond Thompson said, it was 30 out of 102. She, they said, uh, if it weren't for Sharif's extraordinary presence, there wouldn't be a cherishable moment in the movie. I don't really agree that all his the scenes are cherishable, but he's good. He's good, but they're, they're, again, they feel incidental. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't really have that much of a, of a part to play. Any the script doesn't really give him that part to play either. Um, William Arnold in the Seattle Post Intelligencer gave the movie seventy five out of a hundred. It said he said or they said it's mostly quite enjoyable. Director Joe Johnson's many action sequences are lively and engaging. The location photography, mostly Morocco, was breathtaking, and both the horse and Sharif in his biggest Hollywood role in years are adorable, which. I don't think Mr. Sharif would be happy with being called adorable. No, it's not really what he's going for. The horse might enjoy it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Omar. <laughs> I think I think Hidalgo is adorable, and he, he's he's yeah, yeah. The the close up scenes are pretty he's, weird, he's but a big dog. That's what he is. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a nice he's a nice character, but yeah, it, it felt a bit weird. I don't think the director knew what to do with the horse to show emotions or characteristics of a horse. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not really in keeping as well with the, the 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 not the theme, but the the vibe of the movie. You know, as you said, it's a bit com- comedic. Doesn't really play with the rest of the movie. Yeah. All right, we'll leave Hidalgo there in the dunes of Morocco, and we'll randomize for our next roll of the dice. And here we go. We are getting movie five thousand two hundred and twenty-three. Ooh. Okay, so movie 5,223 is a movie called Save the Green Planet, exclamation point, no 
colon in it. Well, the summary. You're not gonna you're not gonna save the planet with colons. No, no. The summary is: uh, Save the Green Planet is a tilt-a-whirl genre blender from Korea that turns film history against itself to create one of the most savage, affecting, and inspired anti-violence movies ever made. This is a movie that defies all marketing labels and exactly what it wants to be, like nothing you've ever seen before. So that's something to keep us interested. It's got a meta score of seventy. But a user score of five point zero, so maybe it's Ooh, yeah, okay. So yeah. it might be a fan of the critics and um humans don't like it though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not exactly. not that I'm saying the critics aren't human. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Another foreign movie for us to, to go through and uh, hopefully we can find it online somewhere. Uh, yeah, which yeah. is always a which is always a worry. Oh so what year was that released? It's yeah. released uh two thousand five. Ah, okay, cool. It's one hour and 58 minutes again. It's touching that two-hour bloody time frame again. But uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay, that uh, will do it for episode 25 of the 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews. Uh, Please like, share, comment, subscribe, do all that sort of stuff on the platform that you're listening to us on. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.